Hi, welcome to Suplex the Sticks, a gaming podcast hosted by David and Seth. Hello. And Forrest. Howdy. How's it going, guys? <laughs> this is round two of doing this. Yeah. A knock, it's a great night. A knock. Yeah, it's <laughs> this is going to be punchy. Uh, Seth, we could lose Seth at any moment True. because of internet. He is um, walking a tightrope while recording. Yeah. Uh, my dog barked because uh, someone knocked. Uh, it was male. It was male. It was male and yeah. it was a man. Was it? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I saw mine. Okay. I thankfully got to stare at them out the window. Nice. Um, so, yeah. Creepy sounding. Thankfully, you know. I got to stare at him out the window. <laughs> you know, recon. Um, yeah. Uh, video games. We love uh, them. Yeah, the, we love the, them. Rec- the recon armor from Halo. Uh, Man, the other day was the that. anniversary of me getting that. Mm. Jeez, nice. Yeah. Could you tell because you, you you put a post on Facebook about it? Yeah, I put <laughs> nice. I, I put I finally has recon. Beautiful. Yeah. Even with the <laughs> the has. Yeah. And, um in seventh grade in my biology class, my binder for that class, uh in the slip cover for it, I put in my pre order um like recon armor code that I got from Halo Reach, like the little mm. Uh, uh, the card thing that it comes with, and I use that to decorate my binder <laughs> in seventh grade. <laughs> Look at my receipt of purchase. literally <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I uh I've played games. Uh, I've played two video games that are very s- not similar, but they are both card games. Hmm. Uh, the first one I'll talk about is I'm playing Marvel Snap, which is a card game that is uh, has been released on mobile. And actually, it's kind of nice, and I don't feel bad recommending it to anyone because it's not one of those games where there's like a gotcha mechanic um, where like you level up the cards and they're more powerful. They just are. And what you, what you like pay for... And what I'm assuming, what you like earn in the season passes and stuff is variants on the cards. So like different art for the he- hero or heroine. Um, so what? Oh, okay. Um, the dog might bark in the background, but we're going to keep going. Um, and you play against someone else. And uh, if you've ever played the the board game or tabletop game uh, Smash Up, it's similar to that. There is three bases and they have different conditions, and whoever has the most power on their side of the base uh, wins that base, and your goal is to win best two out of three at, before six six turns are over. Mm. Um, it's a it's a very kind of neat fast game. paced. Yeah, it's it's fast paced. You can play around in like three to five minutes. Uh, if one not could less. say one could say it's over in a snap. Yes, you could do that. <laughs> wow. Um, but it's really fun. I actually encourage everyone to at least give it a try. It's, you know, it's free. And um, what what they're going to do eventually, I'm sure, because they, they already have it set up as like season pass stuff. And um, that's how they're going to monetize the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you want to buy different art for your cards. Um, so it seems at least 
right now purely cosmetic because um, you can get different card backs and stuff that people can mm. see. So if you want like gotcha. your card backs to look flashier, um, but it is genuinely a really well, really Marvel, fun game. So it wouldn't be flashier; it'd be Quicksilver. Yes, um, Quicksilver actually mm. has a really fun effect. Yeah, <laughs> where he always is in your opening hand. Because of how fast okay. he is. And, he, <laughs> and he costs one mana. So each turn you get one more mana. So what turn one you have one mana. Turn two you have two. Turn three you have three. So on and so forth. Um, and so if you have him in your deck, you can always put him out first. Because uh, he cost one and his power is that he's in your opening hand always. Sick. Um, I played a, so. I played a game like that had a similar mechanic to that. Oh, really? Yes, it's what is in fact it? the the same other game that you've played. Oh, really? Um, yes. So, so we're. I meant to talk about this one second because I know Seth has played this one. Yes. Um, but I, I will. I will allow you to, in this instance, allow you to talk about a mobile game only because of the tenuous connection that it has to this game. Well, I listen, and it's not a. In my opinion, it is a complete game, and it's a, a multiplayer game, the the Marvel one. Oh. It's not like it's a, a gotcha mechanic, you know, like I'm going to keep buying Iron Man packs to get the five-star. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, is a, it is a true game in the essence of a um, – it's, it's as much of a game as, say, like Fortnite is because Fortnite, the stuff you're paying for is cosmetic. It's not to give you an advantage. Yeah. Um, this game seems that the only way to get new cards is to play the game a lot to unlock them. I love to hear that. Um, this is like but, classic uh, Pokemon trading card game on the Game Boy Color. Yeah, or even the TCG game on. There's a TCG game on the now on that's on yeah. phones. And yep, iPads. I, don't, I don't really know the mechanics of that and how you unlock new cards on that. Well, you have to either. Earn points to buy packs or buy, buy packs, packs or get codes mm-hmm. out of packs IRL. Hmm. Um, so one of those three. I always thought that that thing was funny because the code that you get out of the pack is not going to give you the same cards that are in the pack. So you could like pull a super rare card on either thing and then you go to put in the code and be like, oh, this is much yeah. more disappointing it's it's only <laughs> useful in this case instead of the other right. yeah i have this great card that i can't use but yeah that's i have a or there i have a little container full of those cards that i got from austin at the comic shop and i have never used them i need to mm-hmm. um because i play that on my ipad a little bit not a lot um but not to get down the rabbit hole of how I feel about the state of the Pokemon TCG. <laughs> uh, it's not great. But um, uh, I've also been playing Inscription on the PlayStation 5. Nice. Um, mm, which, yes. s- small bummer, it was just announced a little bit ago. It's going to be on the Switch. And this is nice on the PS5, but I would rather be playing it on the Switch yeah. a little bit. Um, but... Um, Honestly, it might be. I might actually purchase it again for the Switch. Yes. Um, if only because they're like, I think 
post launch on PC, the developer like added a, a true like roguelite mode that you can just play endlessly and that has new challenges and new card unlocks and stuff. Um, yeah, it's based off the and I the only reason I guess it's based off the first chunk of the game and it's a true endless mode there. Yeah. Um. So this game is uh a a at least at first a roguelike game where you are um playing this card game while you are trapped in a cabin um and it is uh i don't want to talk too much about it because there's a lot of cool stuff to figure out um i'm in the second portion of the game which this will make Mm. sense to anyone that has played it or to seth who has beat it i have completed the game yes okay so i'm in the second portion of the game yeah i was like yeah gosh i remember First of all, I think the like the base card game that they have developed here, because um, I, I remember reading about it that this the concept was originally created as part of a, like a game jam that the theme was sacrifices must be made, and so mm-hmm. the guy, um, you know, he he set out to create this card game that like requires you to to kill the creatures that you have on the field in order to um, summon stronger ones. You know, it's just classic Yu-Gi-Oh stuff, but they're yeah. all like fur- furry woodland critters. Uh, and so I guess you're, you you kind of feel bad about it. Um, <laughs> and especially in, in the actual game, there are some of them that directly talk to you and, and it makes you feel even worse when you have yeah. to kill them. Um, Jeez. And of course, then, then he... Uh, he like they 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 aren't gone forever. Uh, they return to your deck for the next um, for the next round. Um, but it still doesn't doesn't make it feel any better, uh, right? Because I'm pretty sure the the first one that you get the first time you sacrifice him, the next match you play, he's he actually says to you, "Hey, why why'd you sacrifice me?" Something <laughs> like that. Uh, it was funny, and it made me hesitate to uh, sacrifice them at all and like the rest of my playing um but yeah so that like the card game came first and i think it's 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 actually a really solid card game and um he sort of built the stuff around it uh because um i think what is the most intriguing about the game is like the parts of it which aren't the game um so like the the first as david mentioned when you're stuck in that cabin there are also these kind of escape room elements to where like at any time you can stand up from the board and walk around and there's all these different sort of weird puzzly looking things lining the walls um and as you progress through the story and you you know lose time and again you will learn more information uh, and there's also this sort of like meta narrative going on about what the game is and who is playing it. it and it it really all comes together, um, and it, it makes it very interesting. So it's it. I I really I think it's the the two parts of the whole like really cohere well together. Um, but I do yeah. that, that card game's really fun and. I wonder how it would translate into like real life if that's a thing that you could do. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, I wish card games were real too. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hello? Yeah, I'm still here. Oh, okay, okay. cool. Um so yeah, we I I'm I'm in the second part of that game. Uh, in my opinion, what's going on is more interesting, but the the way that it has shifted, I don't know if I love it. Um at least in styling, which is not a spoiler, but not a spoiler. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, I, I love the mechanics, uh, Seth, to your point, the, so one of the creatures that talks back to you is a stoat, um, which I actually don't know what kind of animal that is. I, I guess it's, kinda, it's a stoat. Kind of like but, a weasel. Yeah, but it looks like a weasel. And, um, so, uh, I accidentally tried to overpower him at some base camp and he got too he got killed because uh, there's <laughs> yeah. a, a, a mechanic. Yeah, like like, like any any rogue, like there are different nodes in between, like like you travel the map in between actual card battles and there are different things that can happen. All all of them are when when you're in the cabin, everything that happens is kind of um, like draped in this kind of eerie horror um because the cabin is like super dark um the person you're playing against you can only see his eyes um and he puts on these masks for these other characters but at at, at everything everything you do makes you feel like something really terrible is going to happen to the to the cards that you do it on and usually that's true yeah um but I, I'm really excited. I, I want to beat this game. Um, it's also a fantastic game to play one-handed while you're holding your child. Uh, <laughs> it works. Uh, it's going to be a new uh, review criteria on, of on how, the show of how, how easily well a game is played one-handed. Yeah. Um, because you're holding your child in the other. Yeah, that actually excites me a little bit about... Um, the game that's coming out, uh, you know, I saw on IGN it said October 20th. I don't think that's true. Um, but uh, Mario and Rabbids mm. is a turn-based RP like yeah. tactics thing. And I know I'll be able to play that sucker one-handed. <laughs> um, so I'm excited about that. Um, but, Seth, was there anything else you played? Because here's the problem. I... I want to talk in depth about Inscription, at least up to where I'm at, but I don't want to have anything spoiled for me, and I don't right, yeah, want to spoil anything for anyone else. Uh, because um, I think like the, the twists and turns are definitely um, like they're not the, they're not these huge shocks, but it, it definitely is more fun to like not know what's happening because I, I had no idea. What was happening when you transition into like the the second act of the game, and I was like, "What the heck?" Uh, and then like the it, um, even even when when we when you come down to like the the end of the game, uh, and as more of the narrative unfolds, it's it's pretty it's it's kind of trippy. Um, so yeah, it's hard to to not talk about like what is ahead of you without actually without you actually knowing what is happening. Yeah. Uh, but, I, cool. but it it what you can say is that the the game like opens up the 
like adds a, a lot of new mechanics and and to the new like um augmentations to the card game that you're playing in in interesting ways uh, yeah for that, sure that, that allows you to sort of rethink the way that what what is like the optimum way of playing the game yeah which i yeah it, it was a lot of fun like getting to that part and, and knowing how the game is played and they're like oh wait a minute there's all these new mechanics that i can grapple with um and and the like the the story and the stuff that happens yeah it's 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 super cool but hard to actually explain without um giving up what's cool about the game for sure um it's 20 bucks on the eve shop or the the playstation store um so go give it a shot it's a fantastic game Um, yeah i played i played a lot of it with uh like headphones on um, Ooh. and yeah the, the a lot of the the, the sound effects and the music are, are 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 quite haunting um, yeah and and so like what i what i started as like man i i i, I want to be in this i played most of it like I, I i generally i think all of the the story with at least the first part with like at, at night and with the lights off uh and so i, I was really uh enveloping myself in that mood and I think it was only better for it. You know what? No. I want to know I think that that's really cool for the first part of the game. So far in the second part at least in the area I'm in, it sounds like really weird out of key chiptune stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm like, like what I, is I, going on here? Yeah, the, the music I found was kind of hit or miss. Uh, well, I think hit or miss uh, uh, regarding whether it was enjoyable. I think all of it is good at just being kind of eerie and off sounding. Yeah. Um, which I think is, you know, was the point of the music. Some of it is, is harder to listen to than others. <laughs> for Like sure. even, even Marianne, which Marianne was enjoying watching the first portion of the game. Once we got to the second half, she's like, can you just turn this down? Like, it's not even good to listen to and i'm like i know i feel bad but i'm like i have to get through this um yeah it was rough uh rough for her to listen to that and i uh, for me really um but yeah i i think everyone should play it uh i want more people to talk to about it um and it has ignited a uh you know my friend seth here uh is uh always in some sort of state him. some sort of state of playing good friend of the show uh slay the spire yeah, and so it true. like <laughs> it like has given me interest in possibly playing that mm. like I'll other... tell you don't don't put it on your phone because you will not play you will never put it down <laughs> I mean that's what I was going to get it on um hey it's the it's definitely the most convenient way to play for sure but yeah uh i actually have kind of stopped playing it because i've just i've played it into the ground um <laughs> so uh, yeah I, i'm i've been out there looking for my new kind of card roguelike uh itch to scratch the the other game i downloaded lately on my phone that i'm haven't started yet, but I downloaded Into the Breach. 
Um, mm-hmm. I've been meaning to start that because I didn't know this, and maybe neither of you did. But did you know that Netflix has games? Yes, I did know that because <laughs> I I had no clue. It was a That's... huge part of um, right. some sh- game. Um, some like gaming announcement show during E3 season. I think it was like the one of the PC games. But I, I was on my Netflix games. app and it's like download this game because yeah. you're a subscriber to Netflix. And yep. I'm like, what? and there's some pretty good games on there too. Yeah. They're hard to find because you you have to right. actually be in the Netflix app to see them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Which is but I, d- I, I downloaded I Into the Breach so. because I on this show talked about playing Into the Breach on my phone. Yeah, but I don't remember you saying that that's how you did it. Um, oh, yeah. Well, that's the only way you can on phones. <laughs> right. My Listen, that also was how long ago? <laughs> that had yeah, to it be. Was a, it was a while ago. Um, but I was playing that before we started recording and failing miserably. Jeez. So it goes. It's a tough game. Um, so uh, what else have you played, Sith? Well, since we last uh, spoke, I have played a ton of Grounded. Um, yeah, every time I open up Discord, uh, you're going ham. I was going to sleep last night, and it was like midnight or one in the morning or something. It was, I think it was like closer to midnight, and I saw that you were online. Oh, yeah. And I was like, what is he doing? I saw that you were I playing just, Grounded, and I'm like, okay, that makes sense. I just get kind of lost in that world. <laughs> uh, it's it's very Skyrim like in the fact that you know the, the 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 not really the same as as the day and night cycle of Skyrim, um, but it's just it's honestly it's weird the amount that I have played it and I'm still kind of ambivalent about it, um, <laughs> just okay. because just because <laughs> like like it's enjoyable to play, but after playing it. Like like when I turn the game off, I'm kind of like, eh. <laughs> I don't know how, how much of that I really enjoyed because you know I'll go back and look, and a lot of it is just going out and scavenging for resources. Uh, and so I don't know. It's it's weird. Like I I enjoy the actual like the when there are kind of different terrains that you're um, exploring and when the the specific like story segments of the like you visiting these laboratories of this scientist whose backyard that you're in trying to put together why you've been tr- why you're shrunk and how to get back to normal um like i those i think those parts and the the puzzles that uh take place for to allow you to sort of figure out the way those areas work like i think that stuff is neat um but a lot of it is kind of tedious and it's like a kind of tedium that i can get lost in while i'm playing it um but then after it's over i'm like man i wish i didn't have to have done all of that in order to play the game um so it's just kind of part and parcel with like survival games i guess um that are that are based around um mining resources and building stuff um and i think you have to like you have to be able to enjoy the creative aspect which i do and like i I do have a house that i built 
like originally it was just purpose built to because I needed a place to put all of like the crafting tables and and all the the stuff that I need. Uh, and then when but when I got access to like better materials, I decided you know what I'm gonna actually try and build a nice house here. Um, so I did enjoy that, and part of that is because of my uh, enjoyment of architecture in general. Um, and I, I can't tell you how many how, how long I spent trying to put out these big gates around around my house because a fun fun thing is that if you kill too many of one type of insect they get mad at you and so the next time that you sleep at your base they will attack in in droves um and the first time it happened they completely wrecked all of my stuff and i had to rebuild it so i was like okay i need to actually put walls around this stuff which they and subsequent attacks have continually destroyed my stuff and it's really annoying but kind of fun but also annoying um right so i don't know like there there is definitely stuff about the game i like um and the the concept i think is really cool the but you know the, a, a lot of the map is is very samey um but there are different there are cool uh spots here and there like one of the most recent ones i went to for the first time is this sandbox um, but when you're a little ti- tinier than a, an ant, it, it kind of presents as this vast desert, and you have to like take care. You, you overheat when walking in the sun too long, and I don't know. It's interesting, um, but yeah, still kind of it, it. It is weird how like I sort of enjoy it, but then don't. Uh, it kind of feels like, you know, when you go to a buffet and you eat a lot and you feel full, but then when you leave the buffet, you're like, man, I'm still kind of hungry. <laughs> right. So I don't know, but yeah, I, I'm I am still playing it and I'm, I feel like I, I've explored the majority of the yard and I'm close to the conclusion of the story. So we'll see how Good. much, how much longer I put into it. I'm at yeah, least gonna I'm, finish designing my house before I quit. Um, I, uh, you know, I, I had aspirations to join you on this journey and adventure, and um, I still would like to, but I think I'm good. Like, um, it just. Too bad. I would like well, to know. I, just, I also would like to experience so it with. With, yeah, but I can just give you a bunch of higher level stuff and you'll be fine. Okay. Well, I mean, I'll still try. I'll still try. Cause, right, because it's not like the majority of the time is spent in the higher level areas anyway. Because uh, like I said, a lot of it is uh, the, the, the the tedious stuff of going back through places you've already been to gather resources to craft some kind of equipment that you need. Right. True, true, true. But yeah. So it's it's fine, but I I would like to see what it would be what it is like to play with multiple people cuz I think as with many games uh, that heightens the experience a lot. And it'd be fun to see you s- scampering in fear away from the giant spiders. <laughs> Of course. Yeah. Gosh. Absolutely. It is. I 
don't think I've ever hated mosquitoes as much in real life as I have after playing them in this game. They are the most annoying. They just follow you. They'll like follow you across the map, and I, I hate it. <laughs> I hate them. <laughs> they don't even have to like. They don't even look at you before attacking. It's like if you enter within a radius, you aggro them, and then three more show up, and it's just like I can't. I can't deal with you. That sucks. I hate them. They're so annoying. It's like real life. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Essentially. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, Forrest, what have you played? Nothing. That's... <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's uh, interesting. Yeah. I, you didn't warn me about this. Yep. I just haven't had the time to lately, unfortunately. It's been super busy, and my days have not been going as planned. Um, things keep happening, and it has prevented me from even touching my Switch. There you go. And much less any of my other consoles. So this week will be better because... This guy. I know. I have a child (laughs) and a 40-hour a week job, and you haven't even touched a video game. I haven't even touched a console. What about games you've you've imagined playing? You ever do that? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I think about that often. Um, I usually imagine playing Devil May Cry 5. (laughs) Um... I was imagining playing a like a Mega Man styled Mario Kart game the other day, and I was like, that "Man, exists. that would be nice." But I, but I mean, like a like a a modern experience, I don't know, dude. you know? Yeah, I guess Mega <laughs> Man Battle and Chase is one of the most fun kart racers I've ever played. I've never had the chance to play it. Yeah, I played it on. Some Maybe I'll either. track that down somehow. It was on. It was on some one of like the collections they put out. Oh, the GameCube era. Yeah, I had that. Um, one. If it's it the might one have I'm actually been of. on Mega Man X collection. If so, if it was on the classic collection, I definitely had that in that because I got it for Christmas one year, and I played it for that one night, and I was like, "Man, classic Mega Man sucks." <laughs> and because I had only ever played Zero and X up until then, so I'm used to how those games specifically play with the Mega Man formula and the gameplay style. So I tried playing like Mega Man One and Two, and I'm like, "Wow, this is just not for me." Mm. Yeah, it was on. It was it was featured on the region exclusive Mega Man X collection released in two thousand six. So yeah, uh, I played it on I played it on the GameCube. Dang. Nice. The old GameCube. What a what a good console. If only if only Nintendo would get it backwards compatible somehow. That would be nice. It would be so nice. Um, I I would imagine actually I imagine playing GameCube games all the time, specifically on my Switch. Hmm. I imagine playing NFL Street Two all the time. I imagine playing hmm. Pokemon XD Gale of Darkness hmm. because I never got to B 
beat it. I thought you were about to say because I never got to play it. No, no, no. This is one of the cases where... An unimaginable No, I love that game. I just... I never beat it because I... I guess I was not good at Pokemon as a kid, despite loving it immensely. It took me like a solid seven years to beat the Elite Four and the Champion in Leaf Green. Like, I got that crap in, in like, early elementary school. I did not beat it until eighth grade. Like, F-cat week. I distinctly remember it. Man. Yeah. It was rough. Took you a long time to get good. (sighs) Lance in blue. Like, that, that double whammy right there at the end of the Elite Four is just too, too tough. I could not... Unfortunately, he couldn't. I, I couldn't. I mean, to be fair, I never beat Leaf Green either, but I also never owned it. <laughs> but I did borrow did you beat it. Fire Red? I did borrow it from my friend one time uh, and deleted his game save on accident. No! Jeez. Oh, <laughs> he, he was Rough. upset. I would, yeah, I would never. It, I would never openly admit to such a thing, Seth. I'm going to be real with you. Well, look, I it's, you know, the statute of limitations is up. <laughs> I cannot be I cannot be prosecuted for it. <laughs> no, you could just be vilified those. Fair enough. Um all right, well if that's all that we played, um we will Take a break and be back with the news. Hi, Big Joe here, and I'm here to tell you to check out Suplex the Sticks on all social media platforms at at Suplex the Sticks. Links for the socials and the invite to our Discord are in the show notes below. Subscribe and review the show on your favorite podcatcher, and while you're at it, let your friends know about the podcast. It's the best way to help us grow our community. And with that, back to the show. And we're back. All right. So, uh, The Sims 4 is free to play. <laughs> I saw that news bit today. So, if you like The Sims, uh, go forth. Have fun. It's free. Go forth. Um, I guess, like, the the expansions still cost money or are microtransactions. That makes um, sense. <laughs> and they Whoa, also... Oh, Forces almost died. Um, <coughs> that just came out of nowhere. They, they also... Um, you know, they they showed off uh, some early, early, early footage of their idea of what the next Sims is going to be. Oh, um, is it The Sims 5? No, they, they had like a code name for it. I forgot the code name, to be honest. Sim um, Cinco. But it, it like had Ooh. a lot of like Ooh. cool customization stuff, I guess, that people have Who been uh, really like requesting in the Sims community. I've learned that the Sims community is big. Oh, yeah. It, it's big. It never stopped. It's just like I left it <laughs> back at Sims Two, That's and then fair. I guess it kept. Go- I know that Sims kept being made, but I didn't interact with it. Um, did you ever play The Sims, Seth? No, completely no. passed over me. Yeah, my experience. With I did it, play um, Sim City. Yeah, I've mm. played some cities. Yeah, too. yeah. Um, my experience with the series came in the form of uh, a Sims game that was on the GBA. 
Okay. And it was my sister's copy of the game, except I would like take it from her and be like, yeah, I'm going to play Sims for the day. And she's like, fine, whatever. And I, my character in it was named Gogeta. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Cause I really love Dragon Ball as a kid. Hey, you know, uh, I can't fault you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is my original character. Gogeta. I don't even know if I gave him like the proper hair color or anything either. I don't remember what His he looked name like. Was just Gogeta. He's just yeah, exactly. His name was just Gogeta. Uh, I doubt I was able to customize him in any way that resembled the character. Um, jeez. Uh, let's see. Um, there's going to be an, a Resident Evil showcase tomorrow. Yeah. Um, showing off today. By the time this right airs, um, on the twentieth, uh, we'll be specific. Um. More info about Resident Evil 4 Remake and more info about the Village DLC. Um, Did you buy that on Xbox? No, I got it on PS5. Oh, crap. Sorry, buddy. Seth, do you still have your disc? Uh, You played it on Xbox, didn't you? Dang, I don't know. I might have to rebuy this game. Um, I I could maybe ask around with some of my buddies. You know what? I'll ask. Hold on. There's a guy... At my job that maybe has it on Xbox. I doubt it, but we'll see. I'm hoping. Um, I'll ask around. I'll, be, I'll be honest. I blanked out and I don't know what game you're talking about. <laughs> Resident <laughs> Evil Village DLC. Oh, uh, uh, no. There's a, there's a Resident Evil showcase tomorrow. Right now, I, now I'm trying to figure out if I have my disc or not. I don't think I have it. Okay. Well, I I want to play the DLC because I want to see what I Ethan think that Winter I was like, like. Yeah, I think it was like I wasn't. I was kind of not interested in the DLC since they made it third person. Hmm. We'll see. I don't know. Maybe it's not third. Well, maybe it is third person, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's just a third person mode that's added into the but base the, game. And then also the like the Rose. Rose is her name? Yeah. Yeah. Right. I think her DLC is also in third person. Don't mm. quote me on that. Yeah. No, that well, I can't I remember. Mean, We'll yeah. have we'll have more information tomorrow. Yeah, maybe there'll be a first person mode for that. Who knows? I don't know. I, I don't know because <laughs> I it is I actually know very little about this DLC. So yeah, I know that it features her. I've I've kind of um, stayed away from story tidbits about it aside from that first uh, announcement trailer. Where yeah, I just like I don't know. I'm excited to get more Resident Evil. Was the Resident Evil Seven DLC was its story? Uh, like was it good was it expansive was it uh did it it, did it make the story more interesting that's Uh, what i'm getting at was it worth uh getting for the most part no um (laughs) so the two major dlcs that i would say that were like story content was the not a hero expand like dlc which has you playing as chris after the events of the base game and you're hunting down the uh, son of the Baker family gotcha. um, in that area that the end of the game takes place in. And then the other DLC, which is the much better one, and just in the sense that it is wacky, stupid, entertaining, is that you play as the uncle of the family and you just go around punching all the mold monsters in the swamps of Louisiana or whatever and then, okay. like the, it, you get an upgrade towards the like the the end of like the midway point of the DLC, and it's just a huge electro knuckle, 
like gauntlet thing for your other hand so you're, you're just like literally charging it up like a like a Mega Man buster shot and you just obliterate a dude in one punch and it's beautiful love that yeah mm. I have a feeling this will probably be more along the lines of the first one probably <laughs> hopefully not um, <laughs> but in like a better like it, that, I mean who knows your daughter probably has superpowers I mean, yeah she so. has to Maybe we'll see. I don't know. Well, after this showcase, I am intrigued enough to think about getting the game again to buy this. Um, but you know, we'll see. Um, Insomniac responded to a fan tweet by saying Spider-Man Two is still on track for twenty twenty three, and I okay don't know what like December thirtieth, twenty twenty three. They they haven't shown anything. I know. They haven't even shown anything for Wolverine yet either, and I thought that was supposed to come out first. No. No? no that was supposed to come out second. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I got my face then. But, supposedly, Spider-Man 2 is still coming out next year. I don't know if I believe it. But but it's also possible that we haven't heard anything about Spider-Man 2. Because they've just been working. Because they want to create a bigger sales event around God of War. They don't want to have mm-hmm. you excited for right. Spider-Man 2 because they want you to spend your money on God of War. Yeah. Which is also weird when you put Last of Us Part 1 so close to God of War. Exactly. <laughs> but, uh, but you whatever. Know, you know. Sony um, will do what they do. Sony do what they do. So In true. fact, they do... <sighs> uh, they, they really do... Uh, they released the pricing and more details on their pro controller, the DualSense Edge. Mm. Um, <laughs> I hate that name so much. One of the one of the big <laughs> announcements from the Summer Game Fest thing. Yes. Um and it is $200. $20 more than Microsoft's. Ooh-wee. And it only has two paddles. Instead of four, that's fine. But my my hilariousness about this is that Sony finally has a controller that comes for, comes out for their console, and it comes with a USB C cord to recharge it. As it finally. always should have. It took a two hundred dollar controller to do it, but they finally made it, boys. But they finally released a controller that comes with a cord to charge it. Finally, it's it's <laughs> uh. time. They've done it. Oh, goodness. Because why, like, I guess it's the sort of the same thinking that, like, when Apple decided to stop putting the charging cables in with their iPhones, just, like, assuming people already had them. I I hate... That bothers me so much when manufacturers don't do that. They just don't come with the wall port. Yeah. Which is silly. That's right. Yeah. (laughs) Which is almost... (laughs) <laughs> I don't know if it's worse, but it's definitely as dumb. Yeah. Um, doesn't come with the wall port, but it does come with the charger. Yeah, my new phone didn't come with the wall port either. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking a about it. A lot of them have stopped yeah, why, with. bothers why me so give, much. Why give your consumers the ability to charge their the device which they just purchased? Well, also, sure, why... you only need to use it once. Why stop including it when you included it for... Like fifteen years, 
Because they probably assume that you have a huge backup of these things. I don't. (laughs) And I'm not saying it's right, but that is what they're like. We could save the cost on packaging and materials because there's so many of these out there. Uh, I don't agree with that. I don't either. But that is. Because. So here's the thing. Also, a lot of new devices are switching over to USB-C plugins. I have like three devices that I use on the regular um, and then like up to like eight devices in general that all use USB-Cs. And for like a good half of them, I need to have them like plugged in with a wall thing. But like I'm not I don't like switching around like the one that I have with all of those different devices, especially if I need to charge two separate things at the same time, like, you yeah. get like, give me it in my phone pack, like in my new phone package. So I can be a, a madman with 15 different things plugged in. Just got to buy a lot of the little ball things. They're, they're mostly cheap on Amazon, yeah. but that is annoying. That doesn't come with your phone. I'm with you. Um, but this uh, this controller, it you know, it looks nice. Um, I don't. It almost don't looks exactly the same. It does to me. It's got but this weird of, shiny part. Right. It bottom. it kind of yeah. looks like a weirder version. Like so, something it about it is just kind of like off looking, in my opinion. Yeah. Um. So we'll see. It it has the two back back pieces. Um. I. I think that paddles are very good, depending on the game. Yeah. Um, but again, it depends on if you want to decide to learn how to use them or not, um, and if you think it's worth it. Um, but it is very weird that this controller costs twenty more dollars than the Xbox version. It doesn't come with anything. In fact, it comes with two less paddles and. It does not come with wireless charging capability. Does it come with a um, an interchangeable D-pad? No, no. of course not. Mm. No. Um, and it also... What was the other thing it doesn't have? There was something else that was like, this is Style. kind of weird. Well, <laughs> yeah. Um, it, doesn't have, it doesn't have the back touch. It doesn't have the back touch. But it, you know, it... Well, here's the thing. So Microsoft just announced that the Elite 2 controllers are customizable. And those are $209.99. Yeah. On that's Xbox because, Design Lab. Yes. But that's because you get to this, choose the color of everything on yeah. the Dagum thing. I still need um, to get myself one of those custom controllers. They're so cool. Yeah. I think you should get uh, Elite 2, but yeah. it, it's up to you if you want to spend that much. Um, I have gone on the Design Lab many times, and the problem is same. I, can never, I could never decide on something. You're too indecisive. <laughs> That's like, I'm going for a specific theme yeah. here. and I just like can't you, afford mine. <laughs> you, you are going to nitpick it, and then when you get it, you probably still wouldn't be happy with it. Right, that's the thing. Like I know that <laughs> like, that would happen. Like I'll get it in the mail and be like, "Man, I wish I'd used this color instead." And then, like, and then I would, I would probably never, I would probably never use the controller because of my, my self-loathing of my decisions. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's that's why I, I have never. Uh, I'll, Just I'll whatever you do, don't a, get don't get your gamer tag <laughs> engraved on it. Oh boy. 
I'll I'll, uh, I'll stick with the, <laughs> oh, the, the the factory colors. That's just easier. Like a, a limited amount of choices, and I'm I, and I'm and I'm fine. I'm gonna either do mine uh, Florida Gators colors or Evangelion oh. uh, uh, Eva a one colors. I would do that. Is, yeah. Because the green and purple, it's it just, just it's such a good it's combination. So, it's so perfect. Always. It's always it's really, perfect. It is uh, really great. They really nailed Put it. in like maybe a yellow accent. Oh yeah. You, you can know. do that. Because with the gator one I designed the other day, it, I put in some white because there's white stripes on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. And it was nice. But um yeah. Listen, I I think that this is gonna be great for PlayStation people, and I, I want them to be happy. I PS wonder, people. I wonder if it's <laughs> it isn't it, it makes you wonder how much PSVR 2 is going to cost and I'm drawing the line in the sand I think that thing's going to be $600 oh absolutely and it shouldn't be um, but I'm I'm thinking it's going to be um, and yeah it's I, I think if if it ends up being $400 I would be shocked yeah <laughs> I think it's going to be six. Would not be surprised if it's five. Four hundred, I would actually be kind of shocked. Yeah. And it's not going to be lower than four hundred. No. Zero no. percent No way. Um, and if it is, then uh, I don't know. It's, <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll eat crow on this show. Like, <laughs> I'll, I'll say that. You know, I'll, I'll like that's that's know. an L that anyone would be willing to take. I don't have to spend yeah. more than four hundred dollars. I mean, I'm not gonna. I have an Oculus Quest two that I use slash barely right. use, uh, <laughs> but I really like it, and I do use it when I can. It's really difficult to go between playing a VR to taking care of your child, so it's not like Fair. it's an optimal way for me to play video games <laughs> yeah. right now. Um, they need to figure out how jacking to jacking it out of the matrix. They need to figure out how to implement a virtual child that yeah take that exists in the game <laughs> in the same place that your actual child is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you call the game like Parent Simulator or something mm. like that, and it just somehow has <laughs> your actual child there in the game, right? So you don't have to leave the game to take care of them, right? Um, so Walk besides where they are. Besides controller weirdness, um, G4 died again. Uh, You know. Less than a year. Less than a year. Um, I got a free t-shirt out of it. Oh, nice. I forgot about that. I watched a little bit of it. Um, It's just hard. It's hard when the people that are backing you don't understand the proposition that they're getting into. Yeah. And also, it seems like they spent a lot of money on vaguely high-profile celebrities to get attention, and it didn't work. Um, I guess someone tweeted out that they've been working on this story a little bit, but like they were paying some people like twenty k a day to do content for them. What the? Uh, And it like is like that. Loki infuriates me. Yeah, it's or like paying the fee of twenty k for the day they were there for like a week or two, um, and it it's yeah. 
I don't know. We'll see. There's going to be more coming out of this. Yeah, in the, um, in the near future. But it does suck because some people like found out from the tweet. Yeah. Uh, you know, because that's how the internet works now. That's just um, how close closures of mm, companies has been working. Yeah. Is that nobody... Um, Gerard the Completionist tweeted that mm. that was how he found out. Um, and a couple other people. Yeah. Um, which he's a YouTuber that they hired. Um, but at least those people still can fall back on their content creation that yeah. they relied on for so long. Yeah, um, yeah. It's just a different sort of content creation and planning. Um, but it still sucks. It's not fun. Um, and I, I really think at some point you got to – you can make something – I and you know what? Here – I don't like Greg Miller. <laughs> and we've talked about it. <laughs> we've talked many a time. We've talked about it on the show before. I find him to be um, grading, grading, and incorrigible. And the group of people he surrounds himself with mostly also are that way. Um, but they just bought like a giant warehouse, and because what they because of how much content they produce and how much of it is um, customized and everything. And they smartly do it online instead of trying to be a TV channel. They can afford to do it. And so um, maybe part of the problem is trying to be a TV channel. <laughs> People yeah, I would, aren't. I would probably say that's like the majority of the problem. Um, yeah. Because it's just there. When G4 was big, there it was before its template was kind of copied by a bunch of people on the internet and now you can get a lot of what G4 did from a lot of different personalities uh, and so especially with like the decreasing popularity of cable TV and stuff like that um right i think i think they were trying to recapture something that um the current market environment would not allow them to do. Yeah. Um, and a lot of their stuff was on Twitch also, but that, you know, there was stuff that couldn't be on Twitch that was only on the TV. And a lot of people didn't have that channel because it was like Comcast and, you know, it is what it is. Um, but Rip G4, um, you know, the... I I actually don't think most of the content they made when they came back was good anyway, <laughs> frustratingly. Um, but I I I'm glad to see people taking a swing at it. Um, but uh, Gotham Knights has revealed that it's running at thirty frames per second and only going to be two player during the campaign instead of four. And the four-player mode, which isn't even going to be the full campaign, is coming out next after month. launch. Yep, a month after launch. And it's just going to be missions. Yep. Huh. How do you feel, Forrest, as the person that's willing to hitch his wagon to this <laughs> sinking ship? I definitely feel like I'm going to be brought down with it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'll get back to you in a few weeks on it because that comes out this week. Um, oh god does it yeah uh in gamestop uh when i went to pre-order it um the other week they were like yeah we're doing like a thursday night like eight o'clock or nine o'clock yeah i think for it and i'm like great <laughs> love to hear that 
Um, so I'm at least going to be able to get it a little bit early so I can, to I can get be some able quick to not thoughts play with it. anyone. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, actually that's true. Especially cause I was planning on playing this with some of my comic friends, uh, online. Oh, and now with one out, of them. Yep. I can only do it with one at a time. And have that's they all so quit weird. out on you? Have they all said they don't want to play it? Uh, one of them definitely said, well, uh, I'm definitely going to wait till the, an FPS boost update comes out in like six months. And I'm like, okay. So who knows if I'll even get to play this with any of them yeah, at the, this point. Sorry. The lock to 30 FPS on console is weird. So so, so much it, about it, this this weirdness is like a good good way to just describe a lot of the a lot of this stuff around this game because it's just I don't know yeah. so much of it so much of the of decisions like, are like what? Exactly like why did you make this decision? And then also it begs the question how badly was this game running on the previous gen console? And the PC, the PC specs are not super high. I yeah, don't like I don't think this game is technically demanding. I think, but it's locked. And at it, 30. But it's locked like, at thirty would, for some god awful reason. And it would be one thing if if that was with all four people playing at the same time. Yeah, like but like but with you know, one. Come to person, find out. Oh wait a minute, uh, that's just with one person. Yeah, the experience uh, and, but, and maybe that's going to be at thirty. Like, oh, that's the reason that you can't that the campaign is only two players. Uh, the I game, the game probably couldn't run with four people playing simultaneously. I have an entirely baseless theory about this game and how it will land, handle like load optimization of the world and stuff. And I because they keep saying that it's like this is the biggest Gotham that we've seen yet in a video game. And it's like, okay, but like, does that mean that since the game is running at 30, the entire time that you are just like loading the entire map at once and screwing over your optimization capabilities and performance capabilities? Like, is that what is going to be happening here? Like, I would rather have like a medium draw distance and pop in. If it means that I could have 60, for this game like i do not care <laughs> like i don't i like i i don't think any game should really be running at 30 fps anymore we are so beyond that the technology unless if you made a badly optimized game <laughs> you tell which the people, is quite you tell that to people doing. trying to play the newest battlefield on their new computers <laughs> because god knows uh my friends who have good graphic cards even say that it just is Chubs. an unoptimized mess. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm with you. It, you know, it's rough. It's rough. This game is going to drag you down. Maybe yeah. I'll go with you. I, you know, Maybe. it'll be fun. Yeah. Are you getting on Xbox? No, I got it on the PS5. Oh, God. Cause, you... cause, because that's where my friends were getting it on. Switch it to Xbox. That game, I'm literally <laughs> picking it up tomorrow. Yeah, I could pick it up tomorrow too on Xbox. I'm just going to walk in and be like, I'm going to cancel my pre-order, but then I'm going to... No one else is going to buy version. this game. <laughs> Why not get it on your PS5, David? It's going to run like crap either way. I, I got a better offset joysticks on my Xbox. Ah, so true. Dude, that's what the that's what the DualSense Edge should have given us an option for. I would have me an option. I would buy that the moment. Yeah, let's never do that. Though. They would absolutely no. never do that. Yeah, and give up their 
yeah. visual identity or whatever. They would Pish posh. Third party people. Maybe and maybe someone does yeah. a good one. Third party controller makers. If you are out there and you have figured out and made a PS5 controller that has offset, offset joysticks. joysticks, please hit us up. Hit us up. Because I'll buy it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh and an actual D-pad. Yeah. And an actual D-pad. Um Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't I don't entirely dislike uh what PlayStation has. I think I think their directional inputs work just fine on the PS5. They're fine, but I would rather I just need that offset joysticks. That's yeah. what I need. That's the important part here. Um that's yeah, crucial. Um but yeah, otherwise I'm still looking forward to the game. Like I'm sure everything that I'm hearing about it is not horrible. Like from like reviewers and people who have gotten early time with it. And especially the ones that I follow are like very straight up about what problems they are having. I'm like, okay, this is manageable. I think I will have a fine enough experience. But like 30 FPS is just so choppy to me these days. Especially in an action game, like do you, you really want that fluidity of motion, unless yep. it's Destiny. <laughs> Just Destiny. Oh yeah, I remember. I think I remember <laughs> you talking about do that. Could do. Yeah. It. Yeah, it sucks. I wish. You know what? Uh, I mean, I I still haven't gotten. I want to get back into Apex really bad. Mm-hmm. I've been getting the itch to play it again. Um. But I need other people to play with. I can't play that game alone. <laughs> uh, and I don't like playing it with randoms. Yeah. Um, so it's just about to be time again for me to be messaging y'all asking if you want to play Apex. Yeah, so, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> they actually, the new character is uh, uh, trans. And it's actually part of the storyline. Yeah, and they have yeah. a trans person working on the story. Amazing. Is nice. That- is that the character with the fox, or am I thinking of the Overwatch character? You're thinking of Overwatch. All right. Yeah. I didn't know that was Overwatch. Okay. Yeah, it was one of the new um, I, man, Overwatch 2 characters. Overwatch like 2. Like Kyoko or something like that. Lost all. It's out of my brain already. <laughs> uh, you know what? It hasn't even been I, out for I two hope, weeks. I hope, my, I hope my boy is listening to this. Hello, Chris. I love you. <laughs> The other day, Chris revealed to me, and this is going to blow both of your minds, and I promise I'm not ragging on you, Chris, because everyone enjoys different things. He revealed to me that he plays Overwatch to calm down, which... (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That game is so tilting to me. Uh, Yeah. On an extreme level. I know. (laughs) See? So I play... When I when I'm like winding down at the end of the night, I'll play like Picross or even like Fortnite is enjoyable to me because yeah. I focus on the missions. I'm not trying to not kill trying people. To get kills or anything. I'm just trying to do like find the tomato in the d- different building. It's like a hide and seek thing. Um, but it is not Overwatch, which is that's insane. Highly aggressive <laughs> PvP. Uh, highly toxically aggressive PvP. Uh yeah, blew, blew my mind. I and I told him I'm like I love you. I I don't understand this. I mean, I guess I can. I I I think I can 
get it here because like during like that five month period that i was playing elden ring like every day like that eventually became like my relaxing game well yeah but that's uh that's even during like i know like like a competitive situation elden ring depends on your personal skill in the situation yeah and your ability to keep cool Overwatch is just getting Overwatch, tilted. You get to watch a tracer season. run into a wall for 20 minutes because they <laughs> think it's funny uh, while Reinhardt's not blocking for you. And, yep. Uh, yeah. It, it's, uh, so, it's amazing. Uh, May I, is I ice walling you, your, your own base. Yeah. <laughs> God. Great game for trolling people, for sure. Oh, right. absolutely. Uh, don't know if I, if I would call it relaxing. Yeah, not, not like Tetris ninety nine. Oh, that game is <laughs> stressful too. I, you know what? Tetris has if, never been if relaxing. You, to me. If you've gotten this Freak far off. in the show, let us know what is your relaxing game. And if you think it's weird, definitely what let is, us yeah, know. What, Please. Is, what is the, what is the relaxing game that you play that other people are that that stresses other people out when you play it? Or even like just let us know your normal one. Like, yeah. but like. Even if it's weird, I want to know. I you tell know. me. We're not going to mock you for it because it really everyone relaxes differently, obviously. But but like, and even like pick cross may stress some people out because you have the stress of picking the wrong square, uh, stuff like that. I understand that. Um, but like, man, it. Even like if he had said Fall Guys, I would kind of understand. Yeah, that's just, just kind of like derpy. Little, and, yeah, but nah, he's he went straight to you know I'm just relaxing, playing some Overwatch, and I'm like, oh god, my blood winding pressure, down for the night. My blood Overwatch. pressure went up hearing Let's Overwatch. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Jesus. Yeah. Um, I love that for you, Chris. Yeah, me mm. too. If it can, if it can be the thing that calms you down, I'm glad. Absolutely. Um, I don't Maybe understand just like, how. He, but. He's so he's so enveloped he's built in chaos different. all day. Right. He he can't leave chaos. He's gotta he's gotta find it in other places. Well you should go kill he should go kill chaos then oh and play Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origins. Mm. That just had its Gilgamesh uh yes, expansion I release. I saw I when I booted up my PS five I saw that the, the Gilgamesh thing. It's like, ooh. You're going to get him playing that. It's going to... Good. I'm waiting for I, the Xbox look, version I, to go on sale. I have, to, I have to start playing it eventually. Black Friday is coming. Ah, so true. Yeah. Um, all right, so the last, the last bit of news, really, um, is... Uh, man, there's a lot of documentation out there about the different s- sides of this. Um, but the bandana, every new day, a new thing, comes every out. new day, a new piece of information comes out. But, uh, the Bayonetta voice actress, uh, Helena Taylor, she revealed last week on Twitter through a series of three videos that she, it's not even been a full week yet. That was right, Sunday. Um, she had revealed that she had auditioned and been cast as Bayonetta. Um, for three, for um, Bayonetta three, that they had lowballed her on the offer, and then she came back and they gave her another offer of four thousand U.S. dollars, uh, and then uh, she told them no, basically, and she asked people to boycott the video game. Then Hideki Kamiya went 
on a rampage on Twitter, blocked everyone to the point where Twitter thought he was a bot, and then Twitter deleted his account. And quick side note. I did note. not see this. I did not see <laughs> yeah. this part of it. Yeah. So quick quick context on Hideki Kamiya. He already blocks people willy-nilly if they speak to him in English, if they try asking him about certain, like, projects right. or games or whatever. Like, yeah. he's already, like, has adamant, consistent use of the block button. It's he went even stick. beyond that. He went beyond it to where Twitter wiped, nuked his account. Yes. Because... He went plus ultra. Yeah. Which doesn't help the optics. No. So... Yeah, so at that point, uh, did he and say Hideki anything, Kami- or was he just blocking people? So he said, um, the the gist of his tweet was, "There is more to this story. We can't talk about everything right now, and everyone knows the rules, which means you know the rules about being blocked by him." Yeah. So he he said, you know, there's more to the story. Blah blah blah. You know the rules, people. Of course, were people and, and disregarded the rules. They got blocked, and then Twitter decided they were turbo blocking him. They were going to block Kamiya. Yes. <laughs> um, Thanks, Elon. <laughs> and so then it came out in Bloomberg on Monday or Tuesday that there was a lot more to the story that she had been offered 4000 per session. Instead of total, and she wanted a six-figure sum with royalties yeah, to voice Bayonetta. But what they had casted her for was just one of the, I guess, multiple Bayonettas that are going to be in this game. So I've stayed away from a lot of the trailers for Bayonetta 3. Yeah. But I guess Honestly, it's the trailers clear are, I see. I never got it's this going to be a multiversal story with a lot of different Bayonettas. So it definitely will. But, like, I had not seen anything in the trailers showcasing different Bayonettas okay. is the thing. Like, in the marketing for the game, they were like, yeah, the, we're, we're cashing in on the multiversal trend right now and putting our twist on it, yada, yada, yada. But in the trailers themselves just have not shown okay, that. So They've just I been showing characters in combat. I don't know. I, I, I feel like I recall something from the most recent trailer uh, about like someone asking if someone was Bayonetta. But, I mean, it was clear from the beginning that it was a different Bayonetta that, uh, right. is, that you are controlling. Right. And I, and I know because... Um, it was even in that first trailer, she was voiced by a different uh, voice actor that people assumed, oh, maybe. Yeah, and that's where speculation initially right. came around from. So, yeah. So then it came out also, you know, she has a lot of private uh, beliefs politically that I severely disagree with. Yep. Um, and. It's just weird. It is a big craft show. And the one good thing that comes from this, if there is one, is that it has shined a light on the fact that voice actors are not paid enough. Yes. So regardless of how you feel at the end of the day, um, I I am going to buy this video game. Uh, I think that even if I, I would feel rough about it, but... There's enough that's come out 
from genuine business reporters that have to go by facts and by what are what is known and they you know like they if they report this like they're putting their reputation on the line yeah and like bloomberg jason schreier are not going to run an article about without doing their due diligence on yeah. what someone was offered um i believe um so really the the one positive from all this is that People are now still, or people are again reevaluating how much and how much more people should be paid to be a voice actor. Yeah. Um, and this comes on the heels of a bunch of reports coming from like the anime voice acting industry, especially lately, with like Crunchyroll not God. literally paying like a few hundred dollars yeah. to to some people that are voicing things in their projects or not rehiring the lead role like with that lead actor for one of their biggest series seemingly just because of a union contract you know just stuff like that like but fact of the matter is voice actors are treated like trash by the people who run the industry yeah um and so it sucks it you know it's not great i feel bad for her i think that she should have been able to be paid adequately and been able to be bayonetta um it seems like this game is going in a different direction to where they they weren't going to have her be all the characters yeah or have be all the bayonettas or felt that she couldn't she didn't have the range to do multiple actual mm-hmm. different bayonettas. Um, so it, you know, maybe they were paying her accurately for the, the work of one. Cause the, the other thing is that I guess they also were having to there. Cause essentially they're paying uh God, what's her name? Jennifer Hale. Jennifer Hale. God knows yep. she's expensive. Oh yeah. Uh, she's up there with like Troy Baker, I'm sure. And um, like, on the on the pay scale wise yeah she's huge um so it's it's rough uh i mean obviously voice actors should get paid more and honestly we should in my opinion get more diverse casting uh and voice actors instead of constantly getting troy baker and nolan north and uh even jennifer hale i think that there's enough room to get more uh varied voices into video games. Yeah. Um like but Chris yeah. Pratt. No. <laughs> God. No. Sad. You know, if there was ever a moment this entire Sad. recording that I hoped your <laughs> Wi-Fi went out on you, it was like right before you said that. Um but you know it's, Man, it's you heard it. I said it. It's it's just though I, I don't want it to be a soapbox because I'm also not knowledgeable enough on it. Uh, and I'm I'm grown up enough to admit that like it but it it really boy did it become a weird swing to uh from like being like oh this i don't feel good about buying this video game and then and then back on the other side but then i also i i will say man i'm not one of those people that like is unbelieving of people and their stories because i i do I do tend to side with victims, 
But like there was at one point where I was just like, there, there has to be more to the story because four thousand dollars for the whole video game doesn't sound right. Yeah. Like I, I was like, this that just seems like way too low. And I would hope that it's not true. Now I still think that technically rounding up the fifteen to twenty thousand dollars for the four sessions still is kind of low and not great. Yeah. Um, especially if it's the third game in the franchise. But... With the character that when the first game was being developed, that the director of it was very adamant on finding, like, the perfect right actress mm-hmm. to encapsulate the design of this character that him and the other art designers were working on that entire yeah. time. So it's weird. It's a it's a weird situation overall. Um, I don't even know how much of it Seth followed over the weekend, um, but it definitely felt like new stuff was coming out all the time. Literally on a definitely a daily basis, if not like a a few hours apart basis. Right. Because on on top of all of this, even Jennifer Hale put out a statement. Um, right. It doesn't really add much to the overall conversation she let out a statement saying uh obviously this sucks but i also hope that you would believe that i wouldn't join a project if if it actively screwed over if it actively screwed over someone Mm. um which is interesting um i because i I don't know anything about her character as a person um but if you are you know, if you if you she specifically mentions an NDA, and so did yes. and so did Camille. And so she's she's like, if uh, I just hope that you would know that it this is not something I would do out of malice, and, and um, you know, it's interesting. It's interesting. I just pay voice actors more. Yeah, they they spend a lot of time. Pay people for actual work that gets done and stop uh, letting executives make so much money. Yeah, that's I mean, (laughs) yes, that's just going to be a forever uh, statement of mine. Right. Um, You've been listening to us for over 210 episodes and uh, every dollar that we've ever gotten from any sort of thing uh, has gone back into the show and. Still, this is this is all us. Yep. We're, it's not like we have a poor intern that we beat up to edit the show. Uh, <laughs> if anything, I'm the poor intern. Yeah. Um, we except we up. don't beat you up. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, Conflicting reports. Oh, who will you trust? But uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a weird situation. Um, and at the end of it all. Uh, the uh, the brightest spot of news of the week was that Bella Bolt is a new Pokemon and he's an electric frog. Yeah. And uh, is he a frog? I think he might be an avocado. Nope. Why do you? He's a frog. What are you saying? He is definitely you, a absolutely. Frog. He's look a frog. At, look at him again. That is. Seth, the, I looked at him the, every the single monster, day. The the definite. The, I the, see like, him in my dreams. The little tagline he has is uh, electric frog. Mm. Um. So. 
Uh, and he is the, 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 I almost said Digimon. He is the Pokemon <laughs> of the, the Twitch streamer gym leader that you fight against that has weird shark teeth. Don't understand what's happening with that character's teeth. I need to know more. <laughs> we'll probably down. never find out. <laughs> uh, you know, I need to know more. Oh, is there any other news I missed? Um, uh, there was the Silent Hill uh, slew of announcements yes, today. Happened. I could just do the quick rundown. Uh, Silent Hill 2 remake. Bloomberg's going to put revealed. some really controversial Bloomer stuff team. in it. Uh, here's hoping that they're gonna they do it. don't uh, because this is just a simple I'm, remake. Never, somebody else has essentially done terrible. the writing. I was going to say something <laughs> terrible. That, <laughs> Maybe but Bloomberg has put enough terrible things in their games. So yeah. Go back and listen to Seth's report on the medium. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Silent Hill Townfall got announced, which is um, from Annapurna Interactive and No Code. Um, mm-hmm. I can't remember what else no code has done. Uh, the observer and or observation, I think it's called and something else. And then, um, a movie, Is that the one? For- it, it seemed like it was going to be like a until dawn type thing. Uh, maybe, uh, they didn't, there wasn't really much about, honestly, the most was shown about silent hill Two remake, right? Um, there's Return to Silent Hill, which is going to be a new movie from the director of the first Silent Hill movie. Uh, Silent Hill Ascension, which seems to be um, like a live stream interactive event. I'm not entirely certain. It's kind of confusing. Um all I know is that J.J. Abrams' uh, production company, Bad Robot, is associated with it, so I dread it already. Mm. Um, and then Silent Hill F with the F stylized kind of like a forte in music notation. That's right. Yeah. Mm. Um, Silent which Hill tra- for fungus. Uh, <laughs> um, mayhaps. But the trailer for that, I think, was really cool. Um, Silent Hill, the town that the games you know take place in typically are in an american setting um this one definitely looks like it's over in japan and that's yes, just like kind of is. a cool concept it appa- it and also by uh where is his name? yes uh, i can't remember his name but he did a series of um horror novels i believe it was right. yeah um but yeah and there's some really like it, this is this is the one trailer throughout this entire thing that actually disturbed me with its imagery in the trailer. Um, there's there's like the trypophobia thing of like things coming out of holes, and it really just set me off. Mm. Um, and then like at the end of it, this lady's face just completely falls off to show just like a void where her face was. It was. Not something that I really ever want to see again, <laughs> but also pyramid head, void head, uh, void head. Honestly, t- terrifying. Uh, but yeah, that's all the Silent Hill stuff today. Which you know, thank God Konami is kind of back into getting video game projects uh, going again uh, that are not just re-releases or stupid cash grab pachinko machines pachinko 
Uh, yeah. Yep. Um. The, uh. They one of the um, one of the producers like for the franchise as a whole also said that they are looking to partner with other developers to get future um, Silent Hill projects going in the future. I think they said that during the Townfall um, portion of the presentation. Um, so, like I said, they were working with Annapurna in No Code for that. So, who's to say that we won't get some other Western developers taking a shot at the franchise soon? Yeah. I don't know where it was. I think it, it must have been on Twitter or something, but I swear I, I saw something that wrote it as Silent Hill Tower Fall, and I thought, that is a weird crossover. <laughs> not to be incorrect. Uh, what if it was Silent Hill Titanfall? Oh, that'd be also weird, but... That would I'd be very it. weird, and I absolutely throw Titanfall on anything. We'll be there. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Give me the Titanfall. I need it. But um, with that, we appreciate you listening, and we appreciate Sess Internet for holding together. Thank you. Um, no one, no one can say that it didn't. Right, <laughs> for sure. So true. Um, and we will talk at you next week. Bye. Bye. Tub May Cry Five sold six million units. Bye.